The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. This is the story about the first African-American female member of the United States Congress. She was uh, elected to represent the 12th district, which included her own neighborhood of Crown Heights, Shirley Chisholm. Now, this was 1968. First female African-American member of the United States Congress. She um, finds out that the old boys club, basically, don't, they don't want her. And they marginalize her. And what do they do to her? They put her on the Agricultural Committee. We imagine that Congress is always like, they get the whole Congress together and they vote and they pass bills. Very, very little of Congress is, you know, with the whole Congress meeting. Um, most of what a most of what Congress does in D.C. is meeting in committee. Everything happens in committee. So they took this woman from Brooklyn, from inner city Brooklyn, where you know the the, 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 the most agriculture you might see is a weed growing up from the, from the crack in a sidewalk, and they put her on the agricultural committee to laugh at her, to mock her, to marginalize her, to make her ineffective. So she was very, very sad. And... Uh, by the way, how do we know this story? We know the story from David Lutyens, who was, uh, was, who was a professor of uh, political science and law at Tarot, and he was an advisor to uh, Patrick Moynihan, the senator, Senator Moynihan. So he was at the retirement party where Shirley Chisholm told this, this whole story. Basically, they put her on the Agricultural Committee, and she's broken. She's totally broken. So she gets a call. Lubavitch Rebbe would like to see you. Now, she lived like a block from the Rebbe, but... She's getting a call now from the secretariat. The Lubavitch Rebbe would like to see you. It's interesting. She had come to the Rebbe before to get the Rebbe's endorsement. The Rebbe says, no, he doesn't endorse political candidates. But now the Rebbe's calling her. The Rebbe, the Rebbe would like to see you. Maybe the Rebbe knew she needed encouragement. Whatever it was, we, we can't guess the, the, the behind the scenes, but I can tell you exactly what happened, according to Shirley Chisholm herself. She comes to the Rebbe, and she, she starts to bear her soul. And she starts to tell the Rebbe, honestly, I'm broken. You know, I worked so hard to get elected. And now I got there, and they're, they're, they're mocking me. They put me in the Agricultural Committee to, to make me ineffective. So the Rebbe says to her, oh, what a gift Hashem gave you. What a gift. You have such an opportunity. And she wasn't thinking of it as an opportunity. She was thinking of it as, as, as a crisis. And the Rebbe says, there are so many hungry people in Brooklyn and in many inner city neighborhoods and meanwhile, the farmers, they have surplus. In this country, there's a surplus of food. The farmers grow more food than they can sell. You just have to put the two together, and the farmers who have more food than they can sell, and the hungry people in the inner cities can eat that food, and it's such a, it's such a wonderful opportunity. So this started her thinking in a positive way. She goes back to D.C., first person she runs into... Bob Dole. Remember Bob Dole? He ran for president. A Republican senator from, from Kansas. Kansas is the breadbasket of America. A real agricultural state. So he meets her, Shirley Chisholm. Okay, nice to meet Oh, agricultural committee. Agricultural committee. So he starts to tell her, you know, my, my constituents are all farmers. And they have way more food than they can sell. And we, we, can't, we, we can't move the food fast enough to, 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 so that they can actually make a living. She says, hold on a second, I have an idea. The government could make a program, and we could, we could fulfill two needs at the same time. The farmers can sell the food, and we can supply the food in the inner cities where we have so many hungry people. And from that, uh, WIC, the WIC program, was invented, the Women, Infant, Children 
program that provides nutritional supplements to, to, to families with, uh, with, with mothers and with small children. <clears throat> so as I, as I mentioned, Shirley Chisholm spoke about this at her retirement party. Um, and she said, you know, what makes this all possible? If, if I accomplished anything in my career, it's because a rabbi in Crown Heights had vision. Okay, so go figure, the first female African-American member of Congress, and she was ready to give up, she was defeated, and, and who pushed her to greatness, and who actually got the, this whole program launched, the Rebbe's advice and encouragement. So, you know, when, 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 a, when, a, when a rabbi has a yurt site, or when a, a rabbi passes away, you know, and people say eulogies, and they, they talk about the rabbi's greatness, what do they normally speak about? What do they usually say? They say that he was so holy, or he learned so much Torah, or uh, talk about that he did, did mitzvahs in such a meticulous way. They speak about what he achieved. But there's another way of understanding a purpose in life, and that is not what you achieve, but what you facilitate in others and help them to achieve that the greatest way of spending your life is to help others live theirs. The greatest mission that a person could have is to help others accomplish theirs. I would like to encourage once again all of you to go onto that website, storiestoinspire.org. You will be inspired by the great stories that are right there for all of us.